When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We are two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Jamie Urge, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host, Megan Hustline. Hi, Jamie. I'm super happy to be on this special holiday edition of Play Like a Girl. I'm so happy that you're here. Yeah, so we're recording this episode on Friday, December 23rd. We are all very holly jolly. Um, It's also very cold. Where are you... Are you at, are you home for the holidays? Yeah, so I'm home in Columbus. Um, a nice negative seven over here. Got level two snow emergency. Um, so I'm not leaving my house today or probably the next few days. Yeah, it's a it's a balmy negative three in Chicago right now. Um, that feels like negative twelve. Oh, nice. Um, nice. And it's extremely windy. So that's a no from me. Um, yeah, the wind is so bad here. It actually like blew our door open at 3.30 in the morning and then it set off the alarm. So I'm uh, freaking out because I didn't know it was the wind. So I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, I'm going to have to go to battle tonight. But Right, like come on mode activated. Yeah, literally at 3.30 a.m. I was like, come on. But yeah, it was just the wind. So it's been awful all night and all day. But I guess that's what you get around Christmas. At least we get a white Christmas. Yeah, that's true. It is. Um, we got a lot of snow here yesterday, so I'm sure that's what's heading your way today or through this weekend. Can't wait. Spring um, on. What are your holiday plans? So we just go to my grandma's every year. Uh, my mom's side of the family, we all get together because my dad's side lives in New York. 
So we just all get together, have a nice little dinner, you know, open gifts, just the usual, nothing special. How about you? That's fun. We always host Christmas Eve for my dad's family. Um, My dad has a huge family. So that's always really fun. And we do like a big kind of white elephant grab bag. Um, Oh, fun. The goal is to bring like the most ridiculous present (laughs) you can find in the house. Like these are not good gifts. Um, And my parents this year were like, we're not doing a grab bag because we're trying to move out of the house. They're trying to move out of the house in the next year. And my cousins have a history of taking all of the presents and then hiding them in our house after we've opened the grab bags. Um, Mm -hmm. So my mom was like, we cannot have them hidden through the house. And one of my aunts is in town from Arizona this year. So she specifically requested a grab bag because she hasn't done one in years. And I'm waiting for my cousins to hide things and places that will never be found. I mean, you have to, if you're moving out in the next year, you got to do it one last time. I feel like I said, I was like, the gifts that have been hidden for the last 20 years are already hidden. So right. we'll just find them with those gifts. It's like stuff where my dad will put on a suit and someone will have put like an old wallet with holes in it where your money falls out in the grab bag and they'll hide it in the pocket of his suit. So he'll be like out at a work meeting and like, what is this? And it's oh my gosh. The, the like broken wallet. Um, So they're very good about it. And that's like a fun part of the tradition is then throughout the year we refined all of the gifts i love the creativity and i feel like it's like a competition too like who can come up with the weirdest gift like i love totally. it yeah it's great um do you have plans for game day next week so it's pretty complicated because it's my best friend's birthday but like i'm sorry i love you bella but ohio state has to take priority so we're trying to figure that out you know maybe celebrate her birthday on the 30th so we can be full game day on the 31st so still trying to work that out how about you um i will be watching um it's a it's an actually an early game in la which is lovely so it's at 5 p.m for us yeah Um, so my roommate as we've talked about on the podcast before is a grad of that school up north Um, oh yes so we're gonna together watch the earlier game and then watch our game at the house. We're, we are secretly hoping that we get a rematch together um, because the game, is, the national championship game is down the street from our house. And so right. we it would be really fun. And it's on my birthday. So it would be really fun if we could like go together to the game on my birthday. However, it's only fun if OSU wins. So Right. Um, <laughs> so hopefully you both end up happy, you know, on New Year's Day. And then, yeah. you know, battle and it out. only I'm happy on my birthday. Exactly. So sorry, Tara. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, yeah. So uh, I think we're going to do that before I head over to a friend's for a New Year's Eve party. So I'm glad it's that is the one time where like the 9 a.m. games for me are really rough because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a night owl. So I'm not usually like really awake, awake for the first That's quarter. Fair. But yeah, um, the it it pays off when I get like the 8 p.m. games at 5 p.m. on a holiday. Yeah, you're lucky because now it's kind of merging all into one for me because the game will just be ending and then it'll be turning to midnight and then I got to celebrate my friend's birthday. So it's kind of just a mishmash. So you're, 5 p.m. sounds perfect, honestly, on New Year's Eve. Exactly. And we still have football left to play this season, but 
We also got a look at OSU's recruiting class for next year this week um, with signing day. So yes. were there any players that you were really excited to see commit to OSU? Uh, well, there's obviously a lot of talk surrounding the wide receiver group. Uh, for me, I'm really looking forward to Carnell Tate. He went to IMG and he's the third best receiver in the class, obviously a five star. I don't know. I just really like what I've heard about him. I watched an interview with him and he was just really excited to be coached by Brian Hartline and just joining the legendary group of receivers at Ohio State. So I really liked what I had to hear about him. Um, defensive lineman Will Smith Jr., obviously the son of the late, great Will Smith. Um, he is a Columbus native. Um, I've actually interviewed him before, and I really like him. He's a really great kid. Um, and then someone I'm intrigued by is Lincoln Kleinholz. Uh, you know, just kind of a random last minute, I feel, kind of deal, four-star quarterback, and, you know, he actually might come in handy now because the whole thing with Dylan Raiola decommitting. So, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting quarterback situation that I'm definitely intrigued by. Yeah. I mean, Dylan Raiola decommitting was the hot goss. Um, mm -hmm. So, he actually goes to the high school. My aunt that's coming in from Florida lives in the district of his high school. Um, oh, okay. So she, she said it was all over the news by her too. Like, it, it's just funny that I, sometimes I think that I get pockets of news because I follow OSU sports. And she was like, right. oh, like news here too. <laughs> it's a big deal. Um, yeah, that was kind of the hot goss there. But um, yeah, I agree. I think that that's like, that was an important pickup for us to kind of fill that gap. Um, I'm really excited about um, tight end Jelani Thurman. I just like really like what I've seen from him. He's coming up from Georgia. So like obviously Georgia high school football is extremely stacked. Um, and it's just like, I think that that's a huge pickup for us. Um, also in the wide receiver class, Brandon Innes um, really impressed me in addition to Carnell Tate, who you pointed out mm -hmm. earlier. And then uh, Luke Montgomery. I just think like this is this, he's a Finley native um uh offensive lineman and I am really excited to see what he can do and I always love when we get people from in state who kind of you would kind of always like assume that they have ties to OSU and it's just right. like a, like an emotional connection to the school um our class overall was ranked 7 according to 247 sports which kind of keeps the keeps the rankings for everyone. Um, but we fell behind Bama, Georgia, and LSU in terms of like major opponents that we might see in in playoff games. Um mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? Like, how do you feel about where we fell on that list? Yeah, I'm a little bit conflicted. I mean, I know a lot of people have been freaking out saying that we should definitely be ranked way higher than we are, that this falls on Ryan Day and the couple decommit the decommitments that happened, you know, in the last week or so, I think we're fine. I mean, it's a little bit concerning for me, the amount of commits that Oregon got or the U. I feel like we should be ranked ahead of them. Obviously, Alabama, Georgia, Texas, they always are at the top of the list. But 
you know, I think we'll be fine. It's a little bit concerning that we're seventh, but then again, we're still top 10. We're first in the Big Ten. So I think this is just the typical Buckeye family just overreacting about everything if we're not the very best, you know? Totally. I agree. And I think also something to be said for if you look at like the our point total on our commits, um, we had far fewer commits than some of these other schools. So like we had 20, whereas like Georgia had 29, Alabama had 28. And we're like really not that far behind them in terms of points. Obviously, like having 20 commits versus 28, 29 isn't a great thing. Like we want to have more people committing to OSU. The D commits isn't great. But it does say something about the people who do did sign with us that our point total is still that high with 10 fewer people. <laughs> Right. Hey, quality over quantity here. Yeah. So like we picked up some really quality key players Mm -hmm. that I don't, I think that's like not a negligible thing. Yeah, I agree. We'll we'll just choose to be optimistic here, but overall, I think we're, we're definitely in a good situation. Perfect. I agree. I think, you know, I trust Ryan day. I know people like people get cranky with him and I just kind of want to fight them. (laughs) ever since the michigan game i swear half the fan base has turned on him so jump ship i don't yeah like when you look at his over but it is very typical of the osu fan base to be like if you're not first or last Mm -hmm. that is our attitude so um i suppose that kind of comes with the territory a little bit but yeah um yeah i will we'll get we'll get to ryan day shortly um but we're gonna pause and take a quick breath when we come back we have a silly little holiday game for you so stay with us i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, welcome back to Play Like a Girl. As we said earlier, we are recording this on Friday, December 23rd. So we thought it would be fun to do a little holiday game that we like to call Naughty or Nice. And we're going to just kind of run through some folks in the college football world and tell you whether we think they are on Santa's nice list or if they are on the naughty list this year. And I think we can start with Ryan Day. Ooh, this is a tricky one. You know, I feel like... This can't be determined before Christmas. I feel like we have to wait until New Year's Eve. Because as of now, I wouldn't say he's on the naughty list. He's not going to get cold on his stocking. He'll definitely get a couple of gifts. But if he's victorious against Georgia, 
he will be at the top of the nice list for me. Yeah, he that's a good point. Like he right now, like the Krampus isn't coming for Ryan Day. <laughs> but I do but, think that like if things go well on New Year's Eve, like you said, like he's the top of the nice list. And if things go poorly on New Year's Eve, like watch the out. OSU fan base might send the Krampus after him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what, another thing he's got to worry about. I mean, you can't have Krampus over your shoulder. I know he's got to worry about the fan base. Krampus is Krampus is scary, guys. Like, my dream is to go to the Krampus <laughs> Fest in Germany. Oh my! I think we need more like terrorizing of children to keep them. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do just I want my sister to have babies so badly so I can be like, if you behave, Santa's coming, and if you don't behave. His friend Krampus is coming. Yeah, let's toughen up this next generation by just instilling yeah. fear in them. There we go. Okay, so CJ, uh, we'll come back to him. CJ Stroud. What do we? Do, what? Where do we think CJ Stroud falls? So is it the same deal? I. He's just so tricky. I mean, his legacy is just so tricky. I feel like we got to put him on the nice list. He is a Heisman finalist and he brought Ohio State this far. You know, they're in the playoffs. Right. Obviously, a large amount due to him. So, I say he's nice list with an asterisk. You know, if he Boy. just totally struggles against Georgia, he might have to get kicked off. But as of now, we'll put him on the nice list. Nice list, totally. Uh Jim Harbaugh is this even a question? Well, here's the thing, though. It's tricky because, like, we have to assume that Santa is an Ohio State fan, right? In which case, Jim Harbaugh is definitely naughty list. Right. Obviously. I mean, Santa wears red for a reason. Right. Right. So that's the assumption is he's, like, Krampus is coming for Jim Harbaugh. But if Santa is, like, low-key just looking for good football, with no affiliation, mm. then I would, I guess Jim Harbaugh would have to be on the nice list because he took his team to the playoffs and won the conference. But in my heart, uh, and I think, I think Santa wearing red, I mean, yeah, you, I think that's the, that's the giveaway, right? Like, right. Naughty list for sure. Just always on the naughty list. Let's be honest. Um, The Stanford tree. Okay. It's got to be naughty list for me. I remember when we had that one episode where we all looked up the Stanford tree and he freaked me out. He, yeah, she, I, whatever it is, like, it's scary. It it looks like it is up to no good at any given moment. And like, quite yeah. frankly, the Grinch could be hiding in the Stanford tree. We would never know. Yeah. Like, that Stanford might be tree. the Grinch's, like, Ooh. secret home. I could definitely believe it. I'm I'm, I'm not a fan. Stanford tree is on the naughty list for me. <laughs> Uh, Stetson Bennett, where does he fall? <laughs> oh, I know where he falls on your list, but you know, I'm gonna put him on the nice list. I, I really don't have a problem with him. If he, God forbid, he beats us, I, I'll have a problem with him. But as of now, I like him. He's a little quirky. He's out there. He's just, he's a unique human being. But you know, I like him. I'll put him on the nice list. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I've talked a lot of smack about Stetson Bennett. I feel strongly that 
He should not have been a Heisman finalist. We've all heard my rant. With that said, he does seem like a nice guy. So mm-hmm. I would put him on like naughty list with an asterisk the way that you had CJ Stroud on the nice list with an asterisk. Okay. Like he's naughty light. Like I don't, Fair. I don't need him to be like shoved in the Krampus' sack or like <laughs> he doesn't need to like get coal in his stocking. He can get a few gifts, but like if Santa leaves him 10 gifts, then maybe the Grinch takes like two or three. Yeah. Just a little splash of like a little dose of naughty. Okay. I like that. Uh, Nick Saban. You know, I would typically say naughty, but hey, this year, Bama didn't make the playoffs. They really struggled. So that's a treat for Ohio State, I think. I mean, now the Buckeyes don't have to deal with them. So I'll put him on the nice list this year. He's feeling generous thinking about us. That makes him extra naughty to me because he annoyed me at baseline and he did not deliver good football. It's fair. But, you know, I'm (laughs) still going to go the Ohio State route. I'm just happy that the Bucks don't have to deal with them. So I love that. Um, What about Smokey the dog and Ugga the bulldog? The, the dog mascots. How do we feel about them? I mean, you can't put either dog on the naughty list. Like, they're both just classics. I love Ugga. He's my favorite. But I'll put them both on the nice list. I'm gonna they say, just bring joy to people. Yeah, they're good boys. These are the goodest boys. Like, yes. They're absolutely top of the nice list. Well done. Well done, dogs. Yeah. Uh, Jim Knowles. Oof. You know, if you asked me up until the Michigan game, nice list. But then after Michigan, I might do the asterisk again on, you know, actually, I think I'm going to put him on naughty with probation. He has a chance to redeem himself against Georgia. So he could be moved. You know, it's just a temporary placement, hopefully, on the naughty list. Okay. Interesting. I would put, I'm going to put him on the nice list because you know what? Did he do a perfect job? No. Did he really whip this defense into shape in one year? He sure did. He's on my nice list. I'm into it. You're nicer than me. I the like entire it. Purdue football team. I want to go nice list. Fascinating. I mean, they had a really good year. So I'm going to go nice. Good for them. Stepping it up this year. Changing the narrative. That was a fascinating choice. Um, they are on. I hope that every single one of them gets their house ransacked by the Grinch and <laughs> then they get shoved into the Krampus's sack. Why? Because all they had to do in this big season that they had, this one good year that they have in football where they make the Big Ten Championship was beat Michigan. We all knew that wasn't going to happen. I understand that that is not going to (laughs) happen on paper. But in my heart, they had one job and they failed. And so Krampus for them. Sorry, Purdue. Jamie has it out for you. Sorry to Purdue. Uh, Boo Corgan, the head of the college football playoff committee. This is interesting. My thoughts have definitely changed. Um, when the rankings were first announced, I would 
slap him on the naughty list so fast because I I didn't think we should have been fourth. I think we should have been third ahead of TCU. However, as time has gone on, I think everything is where it should be. You know, everything that will happen is meant to happen. So I actually think he, you know, got all the rankings right. So I'll I'll put him on the nice list. I I agree that the rankings are correct for this year. And like the like, especially it doesn't make sense for two teams in the same conference to play each other in the first round. Mm-hmm. They've already played, you know, it's like they should have to work to get to back to that point. Right. That's totally fine. At the end of the day, TCU, regardless of strength, the schedule is undefeated. So it's hard to put a one loss team ahead of them in that regard. Mm-hmm. And I just, so I, I think that it's, I think the rankings are correct. I still take issue with the fact that this playoff pool, that it's a four team playoff pool this year. Like I really wish the expansion had kicked in before because this is like a year where there's not really a great standout team. Like a lot of teams are really, really good football teams. And I do think that on any given day, any one of the teams that were ranked in the top 10 at the end of the season could beat any other team in the top 10. Yeah, this would be a good year for expansion for sure. Yeah, so that would be my only like, I wish that they had just been like, you know what? And obviously I understand this is not how TV works. This is like, there are so many things that go into expanding the playoffs. It's not right. You can't just like snap your fingers and be like, oh, we've decided to like make a special exception this year because... We won't Unfortunately, work. that's not how it works, but I wish that it did. And Christmas magic slash Santa magic would have allowed for that. And then he would be. <laughs> um, and then my last one, Jimmy Kimmel sponsor of the Jimmy Kimmel bowl. Wait, that's a thing. The Jimmy. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. They're who's playing in it. The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle. Um, it did take place on the 17th at uh, SoFi Stadium in L.A. And it, it was Washington State and Fresno State. Um, My jaw is just dropped right now. I can't believe this. It's just the the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Like, I just, I have some questions. How did this happen? And how did I not know about it? I, how does one person sponsor an entire bowl? Right. Like, I also. And Jimmy Kimmel, out of all people, like, I personally, I would have preferred Jimmy Fallon, but still. It's Jimmy Kimmel. Like, it's so random. So, like, is it really is the nice list because he's paying for more football? Or is he like, I, I just. I just wanted, really, I just wanted an excuse to discuss the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl because I think it is so weird. I'm glad you brought this up because I'm just shocked right now. I feel like you got to put him on the nice list because, I mean, I would love a Megan Hustline Bowl. Like, that would be sweet. Right. Also, like, can we just start sponsoring bowl games? Like, it's. It's like so just funny. random people, yeah. yeah just like the most random, random celebrities just start sponsoring bowl games because I do think that if it was like 
Like, I'm thinking about all my friends who hate football. But if, like, Kate Blanchett was like, I'm going to sponsor a bowl game, I guarantee you those people would watch football. Right. Viewership would definitely go up. So that is definitely something to consider. So I'm, it's just, like, I think he has to go on the nice list because it's so random. But I do think that he could be on to something. It's definitely intriguing. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay, well, that is the end of Naughty or Nice. But (laughs) before we wrap up the show, shall we do our end of show shout outs? Yes. Um, I just wanted to shout out everyone out there in the cold uh, who doesn't have a home right now. It's just awful weather. So definitely thoughts and prayers are with them. I'm sure there'll be a ton of great humanitarian stories of people, you know, giving them money and food and warmth, whatever they need. So hopefully that happens but just a great holiday season for everyone yes um i want similarly want to shout out uh the people who are working retail this week um i have been there and it is not a fun time to be working in the retail uh, i can imagine so i just want to thank you all for um your help to make the holidays uh just you know we're we're all doing like our last minute stuff and it's i just appreciate that you are putting your own things on hold to help us get that stuff done um i hope that you get to spend time with your families this weekend if you are celebrating or if you just need a break even if you're not mm-hmm. celebrating and yeah so that that would be mine That is all we have for today. As a reminder, you can follow Megan at Megan Hustline, me at Jamie Erich, and the site at LandGrant33. We will talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl. And as always, go Bucks. And a very special happy holidays to everybody celebrating. Happy holidays.